Welcome to Season 4 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I am Catherine McPhail, your host. I'm an architect practicing in Eastern Massachusetts. In past seasons, we've covered all sorts of subjects with the intention of helping homeowners who may never have been involved in a renovation before and they felt like they needed to know what they were doing. We've built up over 100 episodes on everything from roofing to foundations, heard many renovation stories, and learned how to hire various professionals. This season, we'll be focusing even more on the challenges of renovating old houses while incorporating new technologies, using my own new house as a case study. We'll have all sorts of different guests, most having to do with what I'm just calling the next level of renovations. Now that you've got these 100 plus episodes under your belt, I think you're ready. This episode is about home kitchens. When I have a client who is going to be building a new kitchen, I really try to get them to think about what they personally really love about their kitchen, what really doesn't work about their kitchen, what they dream about, how they like to have their friends and family in their kitchen with them whether they have animals who are part of the scene, whether they obviously cook a lot, don't cook very much. This conversation is a lot like one I would have with my clients as I get to know their cooking habits, their socializing preferences, get to just get to know them a little bit better. My guests today are the hosts of Three Kitchens Podcast, Heather Dyer and Aaron Walker. The three of us decided to have a long conversation and then each of us are taking the audio from that conversation and editing it down to an episode that suits our audience and our objectives. So their podcast is a cooking podcast where they dive deep into a recipe and then they discuss it and figure out what went well, what didn't go well, and how you can zhuzh it up at home given what you might have at home. It comes out every Tuesday. Their website is threekitchenspodcast.com. I'll have all our links in the show notes. What type of space would you love to have in your kitchen? I'm sure you've thought about it. This is my interpretation of our conversation, and I can't wait to go check out Three Kitchens podcast and their interpretation of our conversation. So a few years ago, my husband and I did a home building project where we took an old, it's very common here. I don't know if it's as common where you are, but a lot of the older homes in the city, and by older, I mean like 1930s to 1950s they sit on a larger lot that can be, you can take the old house down, you can subdivide the lot and you can build two infills. Mm -hmm. And so this is something that we see a lot now in the inner city in Calgary. And this was a project my husband and I took on and we actually did put in a butler's pantry sort of in between our kitchen and our dining room because these homes that you build tend to be, we call them the bowling alleys because they're Mm -hmm. just really long, narrow, homes pretty open concept there's not much for walls in between everything and um yeah so we experimented with that and I have to say that was my least favorite kitchen oh no that I cooked in because it was big we made our kitchen big we had oh I think the island was nine feet it was Mm. really it was like the longest piece of I think we had quartz or something something on it It the longest piece that you could get so that's what we made our our kitchen island so that we didn't have any seams in it and it just it didn't work for me it was too much walking between everything I'm just not the type of person who cooks in a way that has everything all prepared and like all out on the counter and like measured out like it's just not my style wow (laughs) (laughs) I am the grab and go and here and there and yeah I like everything sort of in in an arm's reach so I mean who who does do that someone do you do it that way Heather or are you Uh, you... no 
No, I like to gather all my stuff and bring it out. And as I put it in, I put yes. it away. So as I add it to my recipe, I put it away. Then I know I have included it because <laughs> there's a chance <laughs> I will forget. Did I did I add the salts or did I not add this? And so that's true. That's true. That's a good tip. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like to then and then when you're done, you're all your various things have already been put away and you just left with kind of the cleanup part. Wow. Wow. You know, I've never had this conversation with anyone before, so I'm not really sure how, except for TV, how people really do it. Oh, but you know, I, one of my houses um, had, uh, I love a galley kitchen. I love like that kind of long island and one long spans of like cabinetry and appliances. So maybe I'm the exception. I didn't, I kind of like that kitchen. I have a weird shaped kitchen now, but I, I kind of like the, the galley style kitchen. I like those too. I mean, I think a long, long island isn't the problem if, unless you have to walk around it to get to something. Yeah. I feel like yeah. if you have the refrigerator on one side of a long linear island and then you have to keep going up and around it all the time, yeah. I just yeah. don't, I just don't think that works very well. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what we had. There was a, there was a fridge at one end. It kind of went into where the butler's pantry was, where all the storage was. And then there was the big counter off of that. And I just felt like, I mean, Maybe that was a good thing because I got my steps in for the day, just cooking yes. breakfast. Looking on the bright side. Yeah. Right. I just, I, I was always like, oh, now I have to go back to the pantry to get stuff. And it yeah. just seemed ridiculous, but I really, I didn't super enjoy that. And First so now I problems. have a very, I know, now I have like a dead end kitchen, very 1950s, everything mm -hmm. is in one place I've got the sink at one end and then the fridge and the stove are right across from each other it, yeah. isn't that like a magic triangle Heather you were saying of cooking I remember this from like um HGTV shows yeah. <laughs> is that still a thing that triangle thing well it is definitely something that I keep in mind and it's supposed to be 26 cumulative feet across we use feet across the whole triangle Right. But then, um, so when I'm, when I'm designing something, I try not to put things like an island in the way or something like you're saying, so that it's easy to move between them. Um, a kitchen designer I had on my podcast this year, she said that she has, she doesn't believe in the work triangle. So, I mean, not everybody believes in it. I, I feel like it makes logical sense to me. And I kind of like the 50s style kitchens where it's a dead end kitchen because I want people out of my, I don't want people going through it. I don't, I don't <laughs> want parts of my kitchen to be a circulation space, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And unfortunately in a lot of the older houses or just houses, there are five doors into the kitchen that are going like going to the basement under the stairs and then going out to the back door, then going out to the dining room and going to the halls are so it's difficult sometimes to make a functioning kitchen within that. So I am yes, all for the yeah. dead end one. So the person who is cooking or doing the meal prep is on one side and the other people, maybe guests are on the other side of an island. To me, an island is kind of for delineating who is in what part of the kitchen. Mm. There's a hangout part and which is good for very rarely stuff like cake containers or something else that you're not going to have to get when people are over. And then the other side is just for the person who's preparing. And they do not mix. They don't, they don't, you don't come in my space. Yeah. I think <laughs> a lot of I feel cooks, about it. I think a lot of cooks feel the same way at home because if that, like we talked about earlier, that can be where the mess happens and you don't need people in there. And you definitely don't want people like, oh, like my husband wanders in, oh, can I taste whatever? I'm like, no, just get out. Like, yeah, get your fingers out of the food. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
You don't want yeah. people in there. Yeah. And I don't like when I'm working in my old kitchen, I used to have my workspace, my main workspace between the sink and the stove was where all of the uh, flatware was. So mm. people come up and say, oh, can I just get like, and can you move for a second and I can mm. get out the forks or can you move for a second? I can get the wine opener. Next, my next kitchen, I am not having something that's used all the time, right? Underneath my, you know, my main right. workspace. Cause oh, that's, that's so smart. Yeah. irritating. The mm -hmm. only things under my workspace are my spices and my utensils. I think I have four drawers in my kitchen and mm. the cutlery's on the other side. <laughs> Another thing I try to do is get the refrigerator on the edge of the workspace so that, I mean, my mind is mostly kids because I have three kids and mm. have gotten my own experience from people coming into my space to get stuff like drinks or try to microwave something or whatever. Mm -hmm. So having all that kind of toward the edge so that they don't have to come into the main part of it. Yeah, I think it's good. So if you're yeah. trying to get dinner on the table, for example, then people who are helping you can get to the refrigerator and get drinks for people or can do other stuff from the refrigerator and not have to go through your space. I guess it's pretty clear. Mm -hmm. I don't like people in my space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have to agree with you. Yeah. The, when I cook, I guess this is one thing that we were sort of or I was sort of wondering about is. I've heard from people who have gone from open concept main floors where like the kitchen, the living room and everything is in one space is nice in some ways, but it's also not nice because you don't really get that separation from whatever someone's watching on TV and yep. whatever's going on in the living areas. And mm -hmm. like you say, people are always kids, especially you put an island somewhere and all they do is go around it constantly. Yep. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep you out. I want to put on my podcast that I want to listen to or whatever. I want to cook. I want to be in my own little space. And I don't want anyone to come in, talk to me or bother me at all, unless it's how can I help? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And, even then, even and then, then they don't even listen. So like, just, <laughs> yeah, just stay, just stay out there. <laughs> well, I think one of the keys to having kids not run around the island is to also have another track that you have in your house so you can run up down in the hall through the living and dining room and they're like it's not in the kitchen space because my kids I, I don't know how many times I said do not not on the island go run around the other go run around the yeah. other track so they run around that one instead chasing the dog mostly so that's mm -hmm. the last thing you want when you're trying to cook having this 100 pound dog bombing through your space yeah yeah just or maybe that's just me but no, no. um <laughs> I mean I always think those are good to plan into a house if someone's planning on on the circulation of a house and that's one thing the open concept it's kind of missing a little bit is that there's no track for kids to run around because they love to run around in the house in a, yeah, in a yeah, circle yeah. some way, you know, in a circle. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Cause otherwise if it's not a circle, it ends pretty quickly. Right. Cause it, I mean, the ah. size of the houses aren't that big. So you have to keep going and going and going around. I mean, having yeah. two staircases even better. Cause then you can take it up to the second floor and it's like, a, Oh, ooh. that sounds fun. We, Aaron and I both live in, um, what, what we call a bungalow here, which is just a single level mm. in a basement. So yeah, so there's not a lot of up and down running. Just get downstairs is what we're always just, saying. <laughs> go downstairs. So yeah, and as far as trends go, uh, this trend that I have, again, not seen in person, but have seen in the magazines and things and on videos of people who have created these things are these walk-in freezers or walk-in refrigerators for home use. Right. And so that's like the secret door you were talking about that it looks like yeah. it just slides to the side and then you go into this room, a refrigerated room where you keep all your stuff. Mm -hmm. I believe Heather just said that that was her dream. I, 
I have not the fridge, but a freezer where you can actually step in and see everything that's in there. I've got a chest freezer and I'm always digging around and oh, I'm yeah, trying to worst. find stuff. Yeah. It's terrible. I yeah. mean, just an upright freezer would probably solve my problem. But to be mm. able to like step no, in think, and look I think at you're everything. Right. I think a walk-in freezer would be best because otherwise, and I have this, I have this issue with refrigerators and freezers that they shouldn't be as deep as they are because then things just mm -hmm. get lost in the back. Totally. And it's basically like the first nine inches of the refrigerator is used. Mm -hmm. And then after that is who even knows what in the back, at least this is my house. And then mm -hmm. in the freezer, it's impossible to tell what's in there on the bottom. Like who unloads mm -hmm. everything to get something? I mean, I guess some people are probably pretty organized, but we have a lot of you know, like falafel burgers that have been open for about four or five months back there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Things get lost, shuffled yeah. down yeah. the bottom. It's only money and space, right? So if you have both money and space, <laughs> you could you could have it. Yeah, it's kind of totally. a similar technology that people use for wine cellars in their houses. Because you, know? you build the you build the room in a certain way to maintain that temperature, so it's kind of insulated, and then you have the little machine that makes it temperature controlled. I do like the idea of having a second fridge. I have often had this idea that I like when you have a fridge like in the garage mm. or especially around the holidays. Most of the year mm -hmm. you probably don't need it, but around the holidays when you're like by if you're hosting and you've got extra stuff to, you know, drinks or like an entire ice turkey. Ex <laughs> yeah, like a giant turkey that doesn't yeah, have a giant turkey. Fridge. That takes like, a lot of space. Yeah, yeah, I I do kind of like that idea of having a little extra refrigerator space. So if yeah. you did have the money and the space to have a walk-in something, that would mm -hmm. be pretty cool, I would think. It would be if I were more organized. But I know for me that it would just end up being full of stuff that I don't want to see anymore yeah. because I wouldn't have to clean it out. As It just would be a disaster for me. I'm just not the type to be able mm. to manage it. But if you were more of like a chef type and you manage your food and recycle things in and out, it would be perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect, but. Yeah, it's just not it's just not for me, but I can imagine a walk-in freezer because that would be way better. The mm -hmm. freezer just never no matter what configuration to me, it doesn't it doesn't really work. But it is pretty cool seeing them in the magazines how they do they have a little slide over and then they walk in and it's everything's out and their fresh produce is all in one place and it looks like a store. Nice. Sure. So, it looks that way in a magazine. Yeah, and if you have <laughs> let's say 13 kids or something, I mean you need something like that cuz you can't really fit stuff in those I mean, one of the things that I try to get people to think about is like what appliances, like not the main appliances, but what other appliances do people use and do they use it all the time? Things like the thing that makes uh, sparkling water. Mm -hmm. Soda stream. A soda stream. Mm -hmm. um, like a bread maker was something that I used for a while until I had to put it away. And then I forgot I even owned one. Yeah, um, that happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> yeah. the mixer thing. Um, I've seen yeah. people have it on like some kind of shelf that comes up magically from below and then yeah. they can put it back. That's pretty cool. That's I, pretty on the other cool. hand, have to bend over and drag it out from behind the thing. And then it's really heavy and seems like a pain. And it's also a pain to put it back. So that doesn't always get used. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What uh, one of the my favorite things in my kitchen is we put in an appliance garage, which is this oh, yeah. idea that you have a corner and the cabinetry extends to the corner and you're like, what am I going to put in this corner? So we have a, you know, a shelving unit that has a roll top. It looks like a garage, it. like a garage door. It's like a garage <laughs> yeah. door that rolls up. And at the very top, there's a couple of shelves where I stick cookbooks. Mm -hmm. And then on the bottom, because it's just the countertop is extending into it. I, that's where I put the mixer, which I use all the time. So I mm -hmm. like that I can just slide it out and slide it back. 
Yeah. Um, I've got the soda stream in there. I've got the toaster. I've got the blender and the food processor. Whoa, how big is this thing? It's not that huge, but I just have multi small appliances. They're all just shoved in there too. They're like really, there's a lot in there. But there's a garage door that closes. Well, it's very useful in that something heavy like a mixer can be slid. Yeah. Yeah. On the countertop. Yeah. Um, and then underneath the lower cabinet has a really huge lazy Susan type thing that you pull out and out like it mm. comes around mm. and out and I put all my pots and big bowls and colanders and like stuff like that that we use a lot but um, mm -hmm. not sure how to store them right and they just get like shoved back in that corner and it's like perfect nice yeah I have heard of appliance garages but they're generally not as big as I would think I could put all my all my stuff well, not, like my... not all the stuff I still Not have like stuff. the instant pot is something that I use a lot because I use it for the slow cooker and the pressure cooker. And that has to be in another cabinet because it doesn't fit in there. Erin, I don't think has one, do you? I don't have one. No. I don't even have a slow cooker. Or a microwave. Or a microwave. Or a dishwasher. Or a dishwasher. <laughs> oh my, what? I live in the land. <laughs> She, she likes it. Um, <laughs> listen, and Catherine just she likes it this way. Don't, she's not. I know. It's not I'm like sure she does. Aaron. We have so we had we have an older kitchen in our older house, and it has an old dishwasher, like one of the ones where it has a circular rack. Whoa, a really on old top. one. That's it's, pretty cool. It's a really cool old dishwasher. It doesn't work. None of the knobs, they all broke off. Whatever. And we've been having this extremely intense philosophical discussion about whether we're making our life easier by getting a dishwasher or we're just adding a different type of job. Do we really want to have a dishwasher in our life? So we finally decided that we don't want for you? one. <laughs> okay. We have had dishwashers in previous homes. But you um, wash your dishes, right? You, yeah, you we, wash them by hand. We wash everything by hand. And so yeah. we've decided that we are not keeping this dishwasher it's going to go bye-bye we are not replacing it we're going to keep the space the same size though in case for when we do move out or whatever we can still put a dishwasher in but i'm putting in my appliance garage into that space hmm. and so i'm hoping to do this over christmas because we finally came to this decision i think we've been here for five years now <laughs> Yeah, that sounds pretty familiar. So, it takes a long time to make these kinds of decisions. And we've waffled back and forth and, oh, it would be easier if we had a dishwasher. And then then we're like, no, we want to keep things hard. We like doing things the hard way. It's just adding a different type of, it's a different cost. It's a different job. We have to buy more detergent for it, blah, blah, blah. Like, we've just decided we're going to keep <laughs> washing dishes by hand. Okay. So, I mean... That's definitely, that's definitely a choice. <laughs> like when we had a dishwasher, we're like, oh, this is not that different. So you still have to wash things. You still yeah. have to wash a lot of things. And yeah. the things that are easiest to wash are the things that are going in the dishwasher. So we don't think it would save or benefit us that much. Okay. It's <laughs> really doesn't matter. It's your it doesn't choice. Really matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's your, it's yeah. your it's kitchen. crazy thought. And so... <laughs> That's and I don't right. have a you know, microwave, but I do have a toaster oven. And that's mm -hmm. my that's my replacement on a microwave. We've never we haven't had a microwave in in a very long time. So but a toaster oven is one of those things that requires counter space. 
it yeah. takes up as, this one yeah. takes up as much space as a microwave. So I kind of had yeah. to choose if I wanted a microwave or to toaster oven. And I felt like mm -hmm. the toaster oven was the better choice. So that was yeah. my, that was my thing. And, and we don't really, we kind of, we had a broom closet in our kitchen when we moved in. And, and I told my husband, you're putting shelves in that and we're making that our pantry. And so that's our main pantry storage. And then we have one of those old fashioned lazy Susans where the door attaches to the thing that goes around. And mm -hmm. so it just, I like those. Yeah, yeah, it just goes around and, and then the door goes around. And, and the door goes around, around yeah, and yeah. then it's it's really it's great when it catches your fingers in there. Someone <laughs> someone yelps great. at least once a week going, Oh my thumb. <laughs> that does hurt a lot, yeah. Which is kind of a fun pinch. But um and those are my two storage places. And then I have a bunch of appliances scattered throughout. So and then there's always maker. the things that are like down <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the basement, right? Like yes. My in canning pots are in the basement. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like in the my big, big pot that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of the question is, where do you store all these mini things? Are they on just on the countertop? Not me, I, Mine are that's scattered. why I put the door on the garage because I, I can't <laughs> right. handle all the things. We already have too much on the countertops, yeah, like, yeah. Everybody's always dumping all their stuff, and we've got like the charging oh, yeah. station charging where stuff, all yeah. the phones and tablets and whatever get all. It's like this snarly mess of mm -hmm. chargers yep. and you know, everybody's always dumping their stuff, lunch kits and books mm -hmm. end up on. Like I'm constantly clearing stuff off the countertops as it is. So yep. I don't have, I have counter space. I probably could put some appliances out, but I would hate to have to look at them mm. all the time. Yeah. Cause you, it sounds like you have a neat kitchen. Heather. I prefer it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And then I imagine your kitchen, Aaron, is more old homey looking like mine. I like to think mine's homey. That's why yeah. it's so. That's what I, that's stuff. what I say too. A messy kitchen yeah. is a happy kitchen because it means mom's cooking. Mm. <laughs> but I like all my, I have tins that have flour and sugar and stuff on my countertops and the fruit bowl and my oil and like it's, there's a lot of stuff on my countertops. So all my little appliances are scattered throughout. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm hoping this removal of the dishwasher, which is seriously a lot of real estate in our yeah, house. Yeah, true, it is. I can't wait to see if this makes things better. <laughs> it's yeah, over okay. Christmas project that I've I've convinced my husband is a good idea. So, and I like this well, idea that you mentioned, Catherine, where you could have something heavy like a mixer on a thing ah. that you can pull out, and maybe mm. it even comes up. Yeah, it comes up counter height, and then. And then you don't have to lift. You don't have to put your back into lifting. Not that you're not strong and young. I mean, Erin, you're young and fit and you can do that, but it's still well, kind of a pain in the ass. You can get very mm -hmm. nice looking appliances now. Like yeah. those mixers come in patterns and colors and they look really cool. And if it matches mm -hmm. your aesthetic, you know, then it can sit out and look nice. Right. That's what I think. That's my See, plan. The space except for... between my cabinets and my countertop is, I believe, shorter because mm. it's an old fat older style there you go. home and yeah. so my mixer doesn't fit okay. underneath of my cabinet so when yeah. i have it out it's like it has to sit sideways first of all so i always have to reach my arm over to like turn it off and on and then yeah mm -hmm. it's not yeah. ideal to keep on my countertop so it lives in the pantry but it's at at least it's at eye level and like i just hug yeah. it and yeah then... hugging it <laughs> she likes to hug all the stuff i know that you would have a dream freezer heather mm -hmm. and then aaron i know that you have a certain kitchen but let's just say just dreaming about there are no limitations what would be your ideal kitchen 
how much is a big question, but I think my kitchen would just be a little bit longer, right? But I think mm -hmm. that's where I would just because right now the fridge and the stove are right across from each other. So whenever anyone comes in to get anything from the fridge, and if I'm getting something out of the oven, we cannot be in that space at the same time. So yeah. I would like it if my if my fridge could kind of move out of that space so that I could have that and more plugins. I have two plugins in my kitchen. Mm. It drives me bonkers. So, mm -hmm. and I would want better appliances because <laughs> my old, my old stove, it doesn't quite work the way it should. What kind of stove do you have? Is it's it electric just an or old electric coil stove yeah, and are... something's gone on it. So oh. sometimes one, couple of the burners, it doesn't matter what you turn it to, it will just go to hottest hot. And so then you have to play around with it to get, and it'll just randomly I don't think do that it at some point safe. during the day. No, it's definitely no. not safe. You so. should really do something about that. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, my, I, I'm working on it. It just makes them. it hard to cook. How can you, how can you, like, I don't know, that would just be more repellent for me. I just would say, well. Oh, I can identify when something's getting too hot by ear. Like, I'm like, Ooh, that pan's heating up. I got to do the thing. <laughs> Wow. Well, you be sending the fire department over to your house. You might be. One of these days. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> hmm. At least like most detectors have batteries now. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> when we moved in, they didn't. Hmm. And we didn't know that until we, we were informed to check our smoke detectors because our son had seen your husband at school talking about <laughs> smoke detectors. <laughs> So you really, you saved us. Okay, no, good. Good. I, I was afraid you were going to say that your son started hallucinating and seeing like her husband in his bedroom or something. Cause you <laughs> carbon monoxide, you know, can make people see things like mm. ghosts. Gosh. They think you're ghosts, but they're not ghosts. They're just them hallucinating. Cause there's carbon monoxide in the. Oh, yikes. Air. Yeah. That's I the know. other thing that I think is keeping us safe is, is the your spirit ghost. of the person who lived in our house previously. Yes. <laughs> That's her stove. That's why she just wants you to keep using it. It's her um, stove. Yeah. So would you ever consider an induction stove? This is something I, so I listened to your podcast where you interviewed, uh, talking to those people about appliances. Right. And I didn't realize that cast iron works on an induction stove. So I thought that was, that was like all news to me because I was like, oh, then I got to go out and buy new pots and pans and I hate yep. the idea of having to buy more stuff just to yep. change up the stove. I would probably go gas because that's what I have always cooked on in the past. That's what I'm sort of most comfortable cooking with. Uh, I think I would go that way. Do you have gas I... at your house? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I... gas is nice to cook on. It's true. Mm -hmm. But it does come up, come with a greater cleaning responsibility then. It which is, is kind of a pain. It's a pain to clean, to clean those grills. It's a pain to mm -hmm. clean the... Easier than cleaning the, the electric coils, though. Uh, oh, right. for sure. You have yeah. to put coils the tin foil easy. underneath. You remember when they <laughs> you put the I, tin foil yeah, I remember. For sure, yeah. Yep. No, I, no. Aaron probably still remembers. <laughs> My kitchen is not for display. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> sure. No, I get it. That's a util utilitarian kitchen. Okay, so Heather, what would you, in your ideal dream kitchen, what would... Well, you'd have a walk-in freezer. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um what would you improve or and it's just different for everybody because they have different yeah. things um, they value or problems uh we didn't put um electrical outlets into our island when we mm. put it in uh -huh. and that would be really handy although then it would just mean more stuff sitting on, i don't know uh 
I think it's mostly just about the layout because we have this weird sort of uh, a corner where the sink is at this weird angle instead of nice mm. square. I like a nice square. I don't know yeah. whoever put this addition on our what was a box. They put in this kind of weird all these angles at the back of the house, which are kind of funky. And I oh yeah, well that just makes it fancy. I think that's why people do that. And it was like the I think it was the eighties when they did it. it was yeah, it's fun. a fancy eighties move. Yeah, I've seen the was, pictures of your house before it was renoed, and it was yeah. definitely the eighties. <laughs> we also chose because we kind of like well mid century a beautiful mid century modern kitchen would be my would be like my dream kitchen. Mm. But we chose like a glossy white cabinet. Not really the best idea. It looks really? pretty. I think it looks pretty, but it's really hard to clean. Like when mm. you when the and we have two walls basically of windows. And so when the light comes in south facing windows, the light comes in, you see every smudge mark and like yeah. I'm like, why I'm constantly trying to clean those stupid cabinets and it was Yeah, fingerprints bad. are tough too, also on stainless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would like a nice, I have like a little wine fridge, which I really like for, for all kinds of, we put like just drinks and, you know, the gin and the vodka go in there and all that kind of stuff. I would like a actual spot for like a lick, like a nice liquor cabinet mm. I think for the glassware and the bottles. And I think that would be nice, but that's like, yeah, you know, I know. Let's talk about like a um, entertainment kitchen versus a like a cooking kitchen. So to me, what makes an entertainment kitchen is that there's somewhere people can sit and talk to you. So maybe on the other side of the island, and they can. People love to go to the kitchen for some reason. I mean, I guess because that's where the action is. And if I'm cooking, I don't. As we've already discussed, I don't really want them in on on my side of it. So my old kitchen, and I had a cherry threshold in between what had been two rooms and so I put a cherry threshold in there and I tried to tell people please stand on the other side like this is your space everything from here over <laughs> is for you and then everything from here over is for me but so the threshold was just listen. really like fancy masking tape <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that's mine and this is yours you yeah. need one of those ropes like at a museum <laughs> one of those ropes it's like you stay oh, that is a good idea I could incorporate I that could into put my that new into kitchen my kitchen yeah. too a rope is not a bad idea, Heather. <laughs> you could uh, trademark that. Yeah, a little yeah, brass totally. thing, a velvet rope. I mean, it looks yes. nice, but it's your just VIP. Pretty... You stay over there. <laughs> yes, that's right. Because you're VIP, yeah. you don't have to come behind this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's a way that you can have it more feel like an open space or a multi-use kitchen with an entertainment area and then the utility area, the cooking area, and then not have that all open to the whole rest of your house, potentially. You know, mm -hmm. so that if, if yeah. you can have people in there with you. I mean, I've had people who have their family rooms connected to it. So that's where the TV is and everything. And I mean, that's that's fine. A lot of my clients have little kids. Mm -hmm. And as I get older, my kids got older. And then I realized that you want to see your little kids and they want to be with you. So that's one phase of life. And then later when they're older and yeah. they don't want to be with you all the time and you don't really want to be watching what they're watching. Yep. all the time you know so yes. i, I yeah. think maybe having a flexible sort of plan that you can that can kind of change over the years and have other public spaces where people can be i think is a good idea to plan i think yeah. that's really that hits the nail on the head like we were discussing like when our kids were little you wanted them where you were you wanted to be able to put their stuff in your space with you or see what they're doing or plop them down on the floor when they didn't move or 
what have mm -hmm. you and and keep them in that space right there was like a little craft table for our kids in the kitchen mm -hmm. and you know things that they could do next to you or beside you or in your same space whereas now i would like it if you leave my space so <laughs> I, I don't want to do... listen to whatever you're doing on your oh, laptop no i yeah. don't get mm -hmm. out and the no, only you reason you come in is to ask what's cooking and then complain and give me suggestions and ideas. And <laughs> I actually don't want any of that feedback. Oh, yeah, that's such a universal <laughs> thing. I'm glad to hear it. And I'm sorry to hear it, Aaron. <laughs> like, what's, what's for, dinner? for dinner? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you tell them like, Ugh. but I, I think the main thing is definitely in the kitchen making it useful for the way you cook. Like there are some people who can have the glass front mm -hmm. refrigerator mm -hmm. because they never cook at home or they are single or yeah. try to imagine the people who could possibly be living like that. They're flight attendants and they're do never you, home. Do you mm. work, do you ever have clients that, that don't cook that, but spend yeah. a lot of money on their kitchen and it's very mm -hmm. important how it, mm -hmm. how oh, it looks, yeah. whereas it, they don't, right. It only collects takeout boxes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and they're they want it to look nice they want it to be open to their the rest of their house it's like a display of interesting materials and they don't really use it beyond maybe the microwave occasionally a coffee bar another yeah. thing too is that people are putting things like coffee bars into their bedrooms oh yes I, mean, I have my seen bedroom would be too. so inappropriate but yes other places where they have a lot of space up there they might have a place to have morning coffee and they just i don't these people are living alternate lives for yeah. me for sure yeah, because for sure i don't they don't have well anyway i don't know what they how they have the time to to be in a bathrobe in their you know but that's okay lounging, i'm not judging them lounging, lounging. yeah so they yeah. have the the plumbed coffee the espresso maker and then a refrigerator in there for the milk or cream or whatever yeah, little little uh, dishwasher and sink. Oh gosh, it sounds it sounds nice, doesn't it? Sounds like yeah. something at a hotel, not at home though. Right? right. Well, that's the idea is that you want your home to feel like you're at a spa. I guess. Right. I mean, I guess. I Would you get sick of it? Like I don't even know though. <laughs> you don't. I don't. If it came with room service and uh, housekeeping, then absolutely. maybe I just don't stay a very nice hotel. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't and be that's too why bad. I don't want. Yeah, that. I don't. I definitely don't want my my home to feel like Motel Six or something like that. Yeah. But a place, a place, and I've never stayed in a hotel with a coffee bar like that in it either. I mean, no, usually I, I have the ones with a with a like you unwrap the little packet that's this big yeah. and you drop it in with a with the water from the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. but this is different. This is nicer. And so a lot of people are doing kitchens and baths like uh, spas, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's yeah. the dream. I would love to have a bar in my room where I spend my time in my bathrobe drinking my coffee. And who yeah. would yeah. want to do that? I mean, yeah. But realistically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who can do it? I guess once you're old, I mean, now that my kids are mostly gone, I in theory I could do that if I didn't have a job. To well, go to. this is the thing. You know, if you work at home, you work at home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I work at home. I could, I guess I could theoretically lounge could. about <laughs> have my coffee. Although I have to get out of the house and get the kids to school in the first place. So by then I'm like, it's out of Yeah, you're mode. out of your bedroom by then. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you're not, you're out of your bathrobe. <laughs> you're out of your bedroom. So I'm yeah. not going to go back to my bedroom to hang out unless I had a beautiful view of the mountains or the yes. ocean or something like that. Yeah. That'd be nice. <sighs> There you go. But I don't. We're, I don't. we're dreaming really big now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Erin? That's the only way to dream is big. Exactly. If you're dreaming about so, your 
dream and, kitchen and i'm dream dreaming yeah. about destroying my dishwasher so <laughs> yeah but that's, you know but that's one of those different. achievable goals that's like more of a goal or something <laughs> you're a, definitely gonna do right there we mm -hmm. go something that i strongly feel is that in your kitchen island there should be nothing no stove no sink all right yeah oh it just should be countertop like your can you have that in your kitchen, Heather, and mm -hmm. I love that about your island is it's big and it's a big workspace. Yeah. What about all those? I mean, anytime I've gone to a home renovation show or watching HDTV, people have these very specific cabinet items, like the spice pantry that mm. like you pull it out and it's got yeah. all your spices in it or ones that are specifically designed for all your baking sheets and muffin tins or are those yeah. things really that functional or are they just kind of like cool and gadgety like where where have those kind of fallen on the because those seem kind of well, like they were trendy i don't know you know this whole everything has a place yeah a place for everything and everything in its place mm -hmm. is is the way that goes so i think it's just more expensive and that's the reason everybody doesn't have it because it's more Okay. It's not custom cabinetry, but it's more the cabinet lines that have the more gadgety things on it too. So those yeah. are often cut from the budget, but things, I mean, it, it kind of, again, it depends on what people value and what people use a lot. So if you have a lot of cookie trays or baking trays and muffin tins and, and you can't really keep them organized, then that could be really good for you. Or some people have those plates. It's just a cabinet option, you know, the plate. Yeah, where they holders. stick that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people like it, like those better. Right. I don't know why, maybe because I don't know why, why is that better? It just looks cool. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think those are just, those are just kind of fancy cabinet add-ons that certain cabinet lines carry. Okay. I do like the idea of something specific for spice because it is a hard thing to store when you've got some mm -hmm. bottles and some bags and I'm like, I, I'm constantly finding, I can't find stuff. It's like a mess. And it's you still have a massive bag of turmeric. <laughs> Yes, yes. So it's, a, it's yeah. easier to buy. It's cheaper to buy the big bag of something. And so I've got a, like a Rubbermaid bin down in the laundry room where I've got a bunch of big bags and then I refill, you know, but it's kind of a pain in the butt. I don't know. I've never found a good storage solution for spices. Yeah. I don't have many drawers in my kitchen, but one drawer is my spice drawer. And I bought all the same containers from mm -hmm. Ikea and I bought extra in case they like went out of line or whatever right or and you needed some other as, kind of spice as i add spices in that i cook with and so like it is a full drawer it's one of my biggest drawers but it's got everything in there and they're all the same and it's yeah, like alphabetical that. mm -hmm. <laughs> are they alphabetical too what? they're alphabetical oh because God. i know where things are and that way i can just open the drawer and i know my cinnamon is that's here something. That's that is crazy. impressive Aaron. that's really impressive this has been really fun i yeah, it has I'm, been I'm, fun I feel like we could talk all day about this stuff. Yeah, we could. I th actually think it was your idea. Thank you for, for raising the idea. And <laughs> yeah, to hear yeah, we'll do it again. Episodes. Thank you for listening. And thank you so much for sharing this show with your friends. It is growing all the time. And I really appreciate that. I would love to hear from you if you have anything to say about this episode or past episodes, good or bad, or a suggestion for a new episode. Send me an email at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven is a proud member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. Check out my other show and all the rest of the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. And until next time, take it easy.